0: Hello, this is P. Andrew Sandlin, founder and president of the Center for Cultural Leadership. The persecution of Christians internationally is intensifying. It's uh, most evident in uh, communist China. Pastor Wang Yai and uh, his wife of the early reign covenant church were seized several months ago and haven't been seized. The underground churches uh, have been viciously and violently and mercilessly attacked the Easter terrorist attack on Christians in Sri Lanka made huge headlines even if Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton referred to Christians as Easter worshipers so as not to invoke the name Christian. It's even beginning in the United States. The Colorado baker Jack Phillips was targeted for refusing to design a specific Cake for a homosexual wedding. Thank God he did win at the Supreme Court through the efforts of the most important legal organization in the world, the Alliance Defending Freedom. But more persecution is on the horizon. Of all the major religions, Christianity is a perennially persecutable faith. Why is that? We get a clue from the book Destroyer of the Gods by. New Testament scholar Larry Hurtado. Hurtado notes that uh, what distinguished Christianity uh, not just from the uh, Greco-Roman culture surrounding it when it uh, emerged but also the uh, dominant religions of the time was its unmistakable exclusivity the religions of the Greco-Roman world were highly uh, pluralistic There were many gods who had many laws and many moralities. Some uh, gods were cosmic gods, Jupiter, Mars, for example. But there were uh, all sorts, hundreds, thousands of local deities. Local cities in the Roman Empire had their own localized gods. So the collection of deities was perfectly permissible and in fact expected. Depending on your situation, you could pray to the God of Poseidon, the God of Zeus, Jupiter, and so on. Like its predecessor in Biblical Judaism, Christianity came along and said, No, there is one God, there is one law, there is one way, there is one truth, there is one morality, and all others are frauds. Jesus Christ did not claim to be a way, a truth, and a life, but the way, the truth, and the life. He said he was the true shepherd, and anyone who had come before him was a thief and a robber. The apostles declared that the Bible is the and the only inspired and infallible word of God. There are none others. There is only one morality. You don't get to make up your own. That is the morality revealed in God's law and the Bible and reinforced in creation. For the ancients, you could embrace any law, any God, any truth, any morality, as long as in the end you bowed the knee to Caesar and, of course, the time of uh, imperial Rome. It was the political stability, political coercion, that guaranteed the liberty for a nearly absolute pluralism. Christianity was a deep affront to that pluralism, and that has been the scandal of the Christian faith from the beginning down to the present time. And that's what makes it perennially persecutable. The impact of Christian culture, launched essentially by the uh, conversion of Constantine and growing in the Middle Ages. And then the Christian culture carried on uh, in the Reformation era and in England and exported to the shores of what became the United States of America. Pushed that uh, religious and ideological and political pluralism to the edges despite the fact that it was uh, often deeply flawed and sinful, as we know is the case uh, in the human condition, even among Christians. Despite that fact, there was no prominent, pervasive cultural idea that you could embrace any religion you wanted to, any law you wanted to, any morality that you wanted to. No, there was one way, and that was the Christian way. As Christian culture has been undermined, Uh, exceedingly over the last 50 years, but certainly over the last couple of hundred years in North America, uh, pluralism, multiculturalism have rushed in to take its place. In many ways, this is just a sophisticated version uh, of uh, the ancient uh, pagan pluralism. It's a uh, neo-pagan multiculturalism. Amid that culture... The scandal of Christianity today is precisely what it was, as Surtado pointed out. The exclusivity of Christianity. When we say Jesus Christ is the only way of eternal life, that is an affront to the New Age and others, and uh, Muslims for that matter, and Hindus who want everyone to believe that their way is also a valid way. In a multicultural society, the idea that Christian ethics... And specifically today, uh, Christian sexual ethics. Sex is to be reserved as a glorious gift of benefit, but always between a man and a woman within marriage. And anything outside of that is uh, sin. That notion, of course, is scandalous to people who believe in individual autonomy and everybody ought to be able to make up his own mind about sexuality as long as he doesn't harm somebody else. The idea that the final authority is God's authority mediated in his word, the Bible, There is a single law revealed there, uh, interpreting uh, the laws of creation and reinforcing those laws of creation. That notion, too, is radically scandalous in our time. Essentially, virtually all uh, ideas are tolerated except one. And that is the Christian idea that all ideas cannot be tolerated. But Jesus Christ is the only way, his word is the only infallible word, and his morality is the only legitimate morality. This is why Christianity is now and always has been uh, persecutable. It strikes against human autonomy and the desire for man to make his own way, his own destiny, his own morality. If we as Christians are unwilling to be persecuted at all costs, we cannot be Christians. Because to be Christian is to declare Jesus Christ and the Word of God and His truth are exclusive. This is P. Andrew Sandlin, ChristianCulture.com.